0: Day uh, uh, day two of Comic Con feels like it's much longer. That's why I hesitated there. Uh, Comic Con tends to pass by very quickly and very slowly. Um, the yeah I recorded a thing last night and it feels like it was forever ago. But also it feels like I just left uh, Los Angeles. Uh, I don't know this morning. It's a it's a weird time shift paradox thing uh, at Comic Con. It's like the island on Lost. It's very much like that in a lot of ways. Uh, I'm sure I could elaborate. But uh, today, uh, most of the movie stuff... This is going to be a short intro because most of the movie stuff is going to come from our friend Rudy. Rudy, uh, Rudy Obias from the outdoor cast. He's going to be on in a second to talk about all the stuff that was in Hall H. Um, I had a... Again, I had a very TV-heavy day uh, with Adventure Time and the, uh, Wayward Pines pilot, which is the pilot directed by M. Night Shyamalan, which I rather enjoyed despite myself. Um, and, uh, then I also saw a bunch of, uh, cartoony stuff, like the, uh, uh, the panel for the upcoming, uh, Adult Swim series, Mike Tyson Mysteries, with Mike Tyson, who was a delight <laughs> at his panel. Um, And then I saw Robot Chicken, which is not exactly my cup of tea. But, uh... Then I saw... um, Let's see. um, After that was... um, Bob's Burgers, which was a lot of fun. uh, Because a lot of funny people in the cast made made the panel a very fun experience. And then... Um, the main TV thing for me today, other than Adventure Time, uh, was Archer, which was really exciting because they showed the, the season six premiere, which doesn't air until January. Um, and that was, uh, really fantastic as someone who has loved Archer and then was sort of out of love with season five and the way that they changed things. Um, hold on. <gasps> um this uh this premiere was delightful and very funny and it seems like they're back on track and hopefully season 6 will follow in this uh premiere's footsteps but uh yeah it was most like I said it was mostly TV stuff for me today um, the movie, the the main movie panel I saw was the Shout Factory uh, slash Shout Factory Kids slash Scream Factory panel, um, in which a lot of stuff was announced. Um, I don't believe a lot of the Shout Kids stuff is of particular interest to uh, our listeners. It wasn't, frankly, a particular interest to me. Um, and the main shot factory label didn't have a lot to uh announce. They did show the uh the art they're gonna have for the um UHF. Uh, Blu-ray, which uh, looked really cool, but the main announcements were from Scream Factory, which were ten titles announced. Um, Scream Factory uh, is going to be releasing George Romero's The Dark Half, George Romero's Monkey Shines, they're going to be releasing Candyman 2, oh, sorry, Candyman Farewell to the Flesh, which I've never seen, uh, and I don't care to. Um, they're showing uh, scarecrows. They're showing the, or the, uh, the sorry, they're releasing scarecrows. They're releasing the Phantom of the Opera with Robert Englund, uh, or as you know him, perhaps Freddy Krueger. Uh, they're they're releasing New Year's Evil, uh, Invaders from Mars, and then they're releasing collector's editions of the horror movie Dolls, as well as collector's editions of Mad Max and Escape from New York, uh, which is really cool stuff. So that's. Uh, that's most of the movie stuff that I saw. That's essentially all the movie stuff that I saw today. As far as the other movie stuff that was in Comic-Con in Hall H in the big movie room, uh, I will turn that over to Rudy Obias, whom you will hear presently. All right, thanks. Bye. All right, I'm here uh, with... It's day two of Comic-Con. Uh, um, I'm here with uh, Rudy Obias from the Autour cast. How are you, Rudy? I'm doing well. It's, a, it's an honor to be... <laughs> On Battleship
1: Pretension. I've been waiting for this moment for years. No, no, joke. no uh, joke. Well, that's fantastic. I mean. Like, I'm rarely in Southern California. Yeah, that's so. how, because we don't do Skype. It has to be this bonus episode yeah. here. And, and listeners, I'm from New York City, which is why right. I never come to the West Coast. It's just a complete <laughs> waste of time. And yeah, no bagels and pizza. No, no pickles and pizza. Good tacos,
0: though. Yeah, good tacos. But I'm, I'm here for uh, San Diego Comic Con. Yes. Uh, and you are in Hall H all day. because there's The Walking Dead yeah, Game and of Game of Thrones. But let's talk about the movie stuff. What did okay. you see? What, what was the your animation show of shows? Was that good?
1: Uh, actually, yeah, but it was kind of a weird way to kick off the day, let me just say, because a lot of people were waiting, including myself, we're waiting up or camped out since like eight at night the day before, yeah. and so people have been waiting in line, including myself, for more than fifteen hours waiting to get into Hall H. We finally get into Hall H, and the first hour is this animation show, which is Russian animation. Oh, wow. uh, there's French, and it's all like you know, it's silent mostly. It's very quiet, like thinking, contemplative type of uh, animation. Nothing I love like... that that's in Hall H. That's I, I loved it too, but I'm like, this is kind of the wrong time for something like this. <laughs> Do you think a lot of people? Just- napped a lot of people napped i mean people were polite people could have easily just been dicks about it everyone applauded when things were over you know and the guy putting it on um he put if, if you, you remember like the animation shows like a bunch of short films animation like don Perzfeld, uh, okay, yeah, uh yeah, yeah. bill Clinton. bill Clinton was actually on the stage which is kind of cool um and apparently they do this every year i i didn't know that okay, I, i've never like seen that in everyone was was polite and it definitely seemed like it wasn't the type of day considering that everyone was like sleep deprived to uh-huh. show them you know uh, silent, like, si- arts silent film. artsy yeah. films from from <laughs> russia or uh, yeah like eastern european you know animation which it, it was beautiful but it's just not a pr- the time for it right now then after that was the walking dead okay so yeah walking dead game of thrones was the Walking Dead one Was Was, uh, was entertaining Chris okay. Hardwick From Nerdist Was sure. uh, the moderator And he was very charming As always And that was very entertaining They really didn't show that much They showed like The preview For season five Which they put online Five minutes later After the After right. the uh, After the event
0: um, and Does that bother you? Some people Who like Make the trip to Comic Con And do the camping out thing Get bothered That the exclusive footage Is available Yeah Cause like Why, why <laughs> show up then If it's yeah. just gonna be online Later on so, you know?
1: It does to an extent. I mean, I knew not, I knew not to write about it that much because I knew it was going to be, you know, on the site that I write for. I write for MoviePilot.com, and right. I knew it was going to be on the site. And actually, when I put up my recap of the uh, panel, it posted five minutes before I posted mine, so I just added that to my piece. Oh, okay. Uh, but overall, the Walking Dead panel—it you know, was very entertaining. The cast and crew were there, and it, it was—it was definitely what people were there for, and not.
0: Uh, not Eastern European animated, yeah. animation. Yeah. Not, the there's game, anything wrong with Eastern European animation? Just wasn't the time. Um, and then Game of Thrones. Obviously, they wouldn't have had anything to show because I don't think they're shooting yet. Uh, they showed a blooper reel, okay. which is refreshing. I, I've never seen a single episode of Game of Thrones, but I think it's kind
1: of cool seeing people dressing in like fantasy, uh-huh. old world style, and doing like, hey, we're making a TV show. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, like check out my iPhone. And <laughs> so that was a lot of people got a kick out of that.
0: And it was a lot of the cast. George R. R. Martin was there. Um, and how was now? Uh, I know you don't watch the show, but Maisie Williams, who plays Aria, was this was her first time at Comic Con? Yeah. Uh, was she was, that, was she good? Was it a fun time? Uh, not a lot of people. She says she's, a, she's her a fan questions. favorite. Where do you in? Huh? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Where do you
1: in? Uh, I'm like up there oh, a up there? little bit. Well, yeah, I got.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 you have not do an yeah, yeah, interview. I'm, I'm, I'm a dickhead. I'm <laughs> I was, okay. Um, that was fun. That was a fun little interruption. Uh, wait, who was that?
1: Uh, Ethan Ederton. Yes, I for, think that for, was... For showing. Uh, no. That's yes. not his real name. I,
0: are you still reporting? Uh, I am still recording,
1: okay. so yeah. It's not his real name, which I'm not going to say, yeah, I but okay. that's what he goes by.
0: Um, which yeah. is a minority report um, alias monitor. Okay. Um, I think... I, a little weird around that guy. That's what I thought it was. He has chastised me on Twitter before for being too much of a dick. He's, and, then you, and he's you, usually you, been right. But uh, now you're in, he's interrupting you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so he's being a um, he dick. But, but yeah, it didn't we really a just... um, Okay, so Game of Thrones, Maisie Williams, was it? Uh, well, I mean, I don't really...
1: People really didn't ask for that much, and to be no, honest with bad. you, I didn't really... I, did, I recapped The Walking Dead for the website, but I didn't recap Game of Thrones, because I anything I would write would just be kind of a waste of time and so I just took that time to an app and to like oh, just recharge okay. my batteries for the
0: next thing. And that was uh, Craig Ferguson. Uh, oh, he's he's have you have you well, seen? yeah, he um, the the DreamWorks panel the, yeah. day, the day before he was the moderator there. He, he, was, he was really the same
1: good. kind of energy, and I, I loved yeah, Craig I like Ferguson. He's just so quick, you know, like when you're in
0: front of 6,000 people, you have to be quick yeah. on your feet. And last year, or yeah, last year at Game of Thrones, it was moderated by George R. R. Martin, okay. and like he's a great writer and everything.
1: Yeah, I would imagine. But they—they um—they had
0: rules about like don't divulge
1: information after book five. We're not going to say anything with what's going on in season five. Right, right. You know, right. so no spoilers up to this point. And yeah. since I've never That's seen good. an episode, I'm not going to get upset for uh, a TV show that I had no desire to watch. <laughs> right. uh, and I'll probably catch up somewhere down the line. But um, so what? Uh... What was after Game of Thrones then? What was after Game was of that Thrones? that Radius? Uh, Ra- yeah, DWC? Radius. Um, Radius T-W-C, that's the Weinstein Company. Yeah, not Time Warner Cable. Not Time Warner Cable. Uh, much better folk than that. And that's the Weinstein Company. But, the, um, yeah, they showed Everly. Uh, I believe that was the name of the film. That was... Uh, Selma Hayek plays uh, the titular Everly and from they showed a trailer and from what I gathered from the like the footage and the trailer that they showed was this um, this woman uh, mother played by Selma Hayek she was kidnapped and okay. what I'm guessing she's a sex slave okay and she wakes up in this apartment so cheery okay. yes especially yeah. for something after Game of Thrones I guess um, so she's like kind of half naked wearing a slip and she's in this stuck in this apartment she can't get out and then for some reason, I don't know why, um, these hitmen want to kill her, so she kind of has to fight her way out. The way I describe it's it is... probably because she knows too much. That's usually probably. why hitmen want to kill people. Like, I didn't really know too much. get that from the, the trailer, but... Um, the way I wrote about it, um, I said it's it's like the Raid, but in one room. Okay. So imagine the Raid in one room. So, like, it, it, I got the impression from the sizzle reel that they showed that it's going to get incrementally more ridiculous, like the kind of bosses or kind of right. obstacles in our way, and the weapons are going to get more ridiculous as it goes on. And, and the director, I can't remember his name, but he also, oh, Joe Lynch, I believe is his name, he okay. also directed uh, Night's nice bad Them, which yeah, just which saw. It just came out on DVD and Blu-ray, I believe, so, yeah, like a couple be months a ago. One. He described it as diehard in a room. Okay. So. Horns. Horns! Oh, Daniel Radcliffe. He is charming. <laughs> he, and this was his first Comic-Con And well. this was his first Comic-Con, and um, it was also his 25th birthday. And so Today? Oh, how about that? The, pe- the moderator had everyone in the sing him Happy Birthday, and I thought to myself, someone's going to have to pay Warner Brothers for, for, <laughs> for licensing this song. And I got right. really upset, thinking, like, why is Happy Birthday copyrighted? Why, why, like, singing the song. I'm not going to sing it now, because you're going to have to pay someone right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to have it on your show. But I just thought to myself Why? This is ridiculous yeah, they should have done For He's a Jolly Good Fellow That's yes, the way they do on TV shows Or uh, 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 Yo-Ho-Ho and a Bottle of rum. <laughs> Which is also <laughs> in the public domain. It's an, actually a reference to Sports Night. You reference West Wing oh, a lot on the show. That's right, yes. I reference Sports Night. <laughs> that's right, I remember that.
0: Dan Rydell wanted to find a public domain song yes. to sing everybody on their birthday. And for He's a Jolly Good Fellow or Yoho and a Bottle of Rum, one of the two <laughs> songs. Uh, but did Horns, the movie, what did they show?
1: Uh, they showed a trailer and they okay. showed uh, a, a, a PG 13 clip. The, the movie's rated R, but they kept okay. a little family friendly. Comic Con likes to try to do that. They um, can. And it looked alright I mean Daniel Reck This story is Daniel Radcliffe plays this guy who's accused of murdering his ex-girlfriend and then he turns into a devil like a devil demon it was kind of unclear how what
0: some kind of mystical thing where he's turning okay. into the devil now um, I'm glad they showed a clip because this is a pet peeve of mine back Bear- Years ago at Comic Con, the clips clips were the thing. Yeah. Now I feel like more often than not, you just get like an extended trailer. Yeah, and it's it's harder to tell how I feel about footage when it's cut together into a trailer because that's it's, it's not honest. It's to sell you. It's, yeah, it's yeah, to sell you. Like this is, you know, why a trailer is yeah, it's a commercial. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, the example I give I think was the last time you were here. Yes. Were you at the Haywire panel with Steven Soderbergh? Uh, no, I wasn't. They showed the full, like, uh, Gina Carano, Michael Fassbender fight scene from oh, the Oh, that's movie. a good one. Yeah, they showed oh, the I whole think I thing. I was there for that. And I think. that was great. I vaguely remember that, but yeah. yeah. That's a great uh, scene. And, but you don't get as much stuff like that. Now it feels like, especially the bigger studios, sometimes it's a... Uh, Yeah, well, they showed the the trailer and they showed. They they also showed a clip, and the
1: clip, uh, like all the, since he's accused of this crime, it's kind of like a big media frenzy, and the, the, the the clip was him walking to go to a bar and all these cameramen are just like hey give me an exclusive give me an exclusive give me an interview and he's like since he's the devil he can like use his powers to make people do what he wants uh-huh. and he tells them he's like if, you, if all of you beat the shit out of each other I'll give you an exclusive interview and they start beating up on each other so that's kind of cool. Joe uh, Hill was, 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 was there as well, the writer. Um, who's Stephen King's And he looks a lot like Stephen King. It's crazy how much he looks and sounds like his father. <laughs> so much so that during the panel, uh, he's talking about writing Horns, like his process while writing the book. And yeah. I was like, just thinking of Stephen King talking about his process writing The Shining or something. It, it's it's kind of crazy how much they look alike. So after Horns was Fox, right? Yes. Or was it something uh, else? No, um, What was after that... I mean, you have to forgive me. I've been on yeah. very little sleep. But, Understandable. Um, but what happened, what happened to the Fox panel? The, the Fox panel the stuff they showed the, the, it kicked off not Fantastic Runner. Four that was kind it's of not f- Fantastic Four and people I, were hoping for that surprise I, and it didn't uh, they were talking like they, they kept saying we have some amazing stuff to show you we have some great footage to show you Some, and I was like thinking to myself they could have said we have some fantastic stuff to show right. you you know some fantastic footage they probably wanted footage. to avoid that um, but I think that would have got people yeah up, exactly you know or like and right. at this point in production the movie's supposed to come out next summer show something like like, the logo, yeah. the movie logo, that could yeah. go a long way in places like this.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy last year, you weren't here, but Guardians of the Galaxy had been shooting for a couple weeks max, yeah. and they put together a whole little uh, sizzle reel, and uh, so yeah, it can be done. From what, from what I heard, like, Iron Man, like, the first Iron Man was shooting
1: for, like, a week, and they showed something, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Show a logo. I'm sure one of right, yeah. the art departments working on the Fantastic Four logo. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
1: but they didn't show any Fantastic Four. They started the day off with uh, Maze Runner, the Maze Runner, mm-hmm. and they showed uh, an extended clip of what I think is the beginning of the movie. Like okay. the, the main character wakes up in an elevator that's going up. And he doesn't know where he is, what's going on and then he, when he emerges in the ground, all, all these boys are like laughing at him and it's kind of like, here's the new recruit and so like the vibe is and then he, he gets up and runs and one of them makes fun of him. oh we have a runner and then he trips and falls and then he sees this big giant maze in front of him and then you see that these boys are trapped in this, this mm. the center of a big,
0: big maze, much like this whole H-line that we're <laughs> standing in front of. Say what it is, but Dylan O'Brien, the star of the movie, yes. gave a huge spoiler, which is he did. The talk and of a lot of people were in the room were like, oh,
1: and like the question that was asked was like, what was your favorite scene shooting in the movie? And then he said something really spoilery, and everyone was like, oh. And then the, the moderator was trying to clean it up, but the moderator wasn't very good, and so it just got to get worse and worse and worse, and but he looked really embarrassed like oh poor guy you know and, like it got to the point where people were not upset where just, they just felt bad for him because he gave away like a, a big thing from
0: the movie yeah and the book yeah but I think most people will probably be respectful in writing it up. Did you Did you divulge the spoiler? No. Yeah. <laughs> no I. I see, so I, it's I not really going to go that. beyond this room. It's not going to have a, a big impact. Well, you thing. said it got to Twitter, so... I wasn't paying attention to Twitter that much. The, what the spoiler was, I did not see on Twitter. Just Wait, you
1: fact remember the day he, before for The Giver? Yeah. I was so upset when well,
0: you, you tweeted the... Yeah, but I said I liked that she did it. I I thought it was fun.
1: But so many people were like, I can't believe she did this, but, yeah, like, the book, no. A, the book's 21 years old. B, it's taught in schools. And And C,
0: also, the like, thing that she gave sounds like a huge spoiler, but if you've read the book, it's not... That's not the biggest thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, which, what Lois Lowry says is not, like, spoiling the end of the movie. She said what happens at the end, in a way you won't enjoy the movie yeah but I, I, when I saw
1: people on Twitter just like upset about them like looks 21 years old they teach yeah. this in school Come on, it's it's kind of your fault if you haven't read it by now. So what was after the Maze Runner? What was after the Maze Runner? Um, they showed Alex B. Cops. Okay. Oh, actually, they showed Hitman, Agent Forty Seven. Really? Okay. Which didn't look very good at all. I saw uh, your co-host Tyler Smith's tweet about. Oh, I did uh, too. How He's like, oh, the footage from Hitman, Agent. Uh, Asian 47 is, like, looks really X, and then like, Z Z, 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 So, like, to indicate that he was right. <laughs> Um And, yeah, it was kind of like a typical same old, same old, like, hey, it's a... Superpowered hitman doing cool things with guns—that's completely CGI. Mm -hmm. Uh, They didn't have the director. They didn't have the star. They had Zachary Quinto and someone else, the co-stars of the movie that hasn't—they haven't seen the movie or anything from the movie—and they don't play video games. So, like, you can imagine how interesting the panel was just based on that information. Um, All right. uh... And you mentioned let's be Cops They, they showed Lesby Cops And it's interesting because They want to keep it really PG PG-13 Right And like someone Who was running the booth Weren't doing their job very well Because they showed this really Like the red band trailer Extended red band trailer <laughs> For Lesby Cops Where they're like You know saying oh, Can I swear on you? Oh yeah of course uh, They say oh, this fucking's awesome Or this What's this shit? You know they they're Like swearing a line Like he, they kept beeping it out Shit was beeped, but then when someone said fuck it wasn't. And so it was really inconsistent, and it was kind of funny like hearing the beep sound. So, they censored some of the beeps, but not all the beeps. Was it just an extended trailer or did you see a clip? Um it was just an extended trailer, but it was look it was really funny. Look funny. Okay. I mean, I I'm I'm into that movie. I like Jake Johnson. Oh, actually, Jake Johnson, he wasn't there, but he, he filmed the video. Oh, that's cool. Um, because he's on he's working on Jurassic World right now in New Orleans and he the video was him in a hotel room wearing a robe um, saying how he loves this movie but he, he can't be there unfortunately because he's in New Orleans and then you see this guy like naked come out from the background because uh-huh. he's in a hotel room and uh, you see him in the background leave and then he comes back in and then the clip ends the, the, the message ends with him paying him <laughs> You know, he's like 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, 600 is what we agreed on. 700, 800, 900 is what I'm going to give you. <laughs> and then everyone just started laughing. That, like, that was hilarious. The fun. delivery. And then everyone on the panel, and was like Damon Waynes Jr. and. Um, What's his name from P&P? Keegan-Michael Key. Yeah, he was there and they were just laughing because they didn't know what they were going to show or what was going on and just dying laughing. And that was definitely one of the funniest moments of that panel. Um, that one was super short. Okay. But I, I'm in for that movie. Okay. I'm definitely in for that one. What, anything else? Uh, the last thing that they showed was uh, Kingsman. Uh, right. Secret uh, secret Service. Which so. I saw that panel at WonderCon this year. Here, right? here, I guess they had a little uh, the they, they actually showed the clip from WonderCon okay. of Colin Firth in the pub. Yeah, you know, yeah. Showing these ruffians the, the way, you know... Teaching them some respect. Yes, teaching them some old-school respect. And I, I love that scene, because it was... I mean, the whole movie is like a spy, British spy, gentleman spy thing. I know you don't like James Bond. And I don't like... when I, That scene, I think,
0: like, the, is just a little too like polished oh yeah yeah you know, especially since it's Colin Firth and it's kind of hard to believe <laughs> right
1: but I, I guess the argument is the movie is not finished and so it might look different okay. like special effects might be better you know I take I usually take these scenes with a grain of salt sure, until sure. I see the final film and did they show another clip as well they showed three clips oh wow and they were all really action packed like great action um I'm not really worried about the action for that film because it's Matthew Vaughn and he's really good at stuff like that. I'm worried about like what the story is and how it's right. going to be delivered. Samuel L. Jackson is in it, who plays... Um, and he was on the panel, and he plays um, kind of like a, a Bond villain. I mean, he even like, referenced Bond, Bond being a Bond villain in this movie. Um, <laughs> and he has a henchman who has no legs. He has, like, these robotic legs. And so, and that, I mean, I, the, when I tweeted, I said... And you don't watch James Bond, so you probably won't get this. I said, this is, like, a rated-R version of The Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah, I haven't and, seen that one, actually, yeah. Um, but I thought, I like... And like even the music cues were very
0: James Bond-esque and I thought that was pretty fantastic. Uh. Was, okay, so, uh, so Samuel Jackson was there. Was Colin Firth there? Colin Firth was there. And they brought out a
1: lot of the cast. Um, Matthew Vaughn wasn't there. Right. Um, but he introduced the film. But he's in he's in London right now, I guess working with, on Star Wars or something. Because oh. he was with Mark Hamill, who was also in the film. Oh, okay. um, Samuel L. Jackson was there. And they brought out a lot of the cast, but they didn't really talk because the moderator was terrible and didn't really address everyone in the panel. I felt really bad. Like, yeah. why are you trotting out all these people?
0: and, you know, you're not really going to ask them anything. Yeah. Um, I, it, I went to the screening of the Waywards, Wayward Pines oh, uh, pilot. Oh, was Matt there? It, so many people were there. Matt Shyamalan was there, uh, Matt Dillon, Carla Gugino, Melissa Leo, uh, so much of the cast was there. But, yeah, they showed it's an hour it's an hour panel yeah. they spent 43 minutes showing the pilot and then so you only have 10 minutes or so to do a well I think a in a place like this they don't want to give M. Night Shyamalan uh, a chance
1: because I, I saw too much rope to hang himself yeah like especially <laughs> taking questions from the audience yeah. at a place like this are you yeah. crazy yeah, in case, uh, like M. Night M. Night Shyamalan night. was at New York Comic Con in 2010 to promote the year anniversary uh, of Unbreakable. Unbreakable. And they showed a clip from Unbreakable. I haven't seen Unbreakable in years. They showed a clip. I was like, man, that's the same guy that made The Happening and last airbender where's this director and it was a scene where his kid is like gonna shoot him because he he's like he believes he has superpowers right. if you remember and it's like I haven't seen this in a theater that's a lot um, time but yeah. yeah same here but I I don't remember the scene but, but I remember like it was so intense and like I was like I can't believe this is the same director but at, at that one it, it was just him for like an hour and he just talked about the movie like this is my storyboard is this what I wanted for this movie he just really talked about Unbreakable and it was awesome and then when they they opened it up to um, questions from the audience, actually before the panel started, it's like you can't ask questions, you have to write it down, give it Uh, to us, and then we'll go through it, and of course all the questions weren't bad at all, and everyone was respectful to him, they weren't, you know, saying, I can't believe you made The Last Airbender, and all that,
0: so. So, um, did you, uh, did you stay for the Kevin Smith thing? No, I, I got back. it gets worse every year uh, or you know earlier every year people were trying to start campus start camping out at like two o'clock this afternoon earlier than that like yeah. people were waiting in line 11 a.m for, for tomorrow, for tomorrow P, hall 8. h
1: and so it was kind of surreal i left hall h to get back into line for hall h tomorrow right and that's where i
0: am now all right well thanks for doing this um Thank glad you that we could have me. some re- reportage from inside hall h absolutely. since i wasn't in there today absolutely all right uh thanks